Good morning, it is Money Talk on Radio 3 with uh, James Ross. It's nine minutes to nine and time for us to take our view from Australia. And I'm joined on the line by Adam Dawes, uh, Senior Investment Advisor at Shore & Partners. How is it this morning in Oz, Adam? Can't hear him. Can you hear me, Adam? Oh, I got you there now. Yes, James. Yes. Okay, how's it, how's it this morning in Australia? Are things uh, looking up? Yeah, look, they certainly are. It's obviously a better day today than it was yesterday. Yesterday, we saw the financial sector really sort of bring our market down, plus some of the lithium miners also taking a bit of a uh, a downward tumble from yesterday. But look, that has all been reversed today. And we're slowly and very much keenly keeping an eye on uh, what's happening with the Magnificent Seven in the US. And we've seen Apple reporting a little bit lighter there. But, um, you know, that is uh, keeping our market nice and tight. Absolutely. Of course, the uh, the Fed uh, and the Bank of England holding uh, interest rates uh, unchanged in the last couple of days. Uh, you know, throwing forward to the RBA next week, uh, you, you know, what's the impact in Australia of those um, decisions and what, what can we expect? Yeah, look, I, I honestly think that the the uh, US has definitely been leading the world. And obviously, you're absolutely right. The markets have really responded to that sort of lower probability of a, a March cut. But I think in, here in Australia, the the RBA will be watching all of that information very, very closely. I do feel that the US, mar- uh, sorry, the Australian market uh, has, hasn't had really a lot of time to uh, take ad, uh, or to to soak up all of those interest rate rises that we've had, the market has really got ahead of itself as far as uh, what's going on within interest rates. And I think it, you know, it looks like our market's priced in an interest rate cut already. But I think we've got to be a little bit careful because if those interest rate cuts don't happen soon, uh, or or to what the market expects we might be in a little bit of trouble and see a bit of consolidation or a pullback in our market. What uh, what data points is the RBA tracking, uh, would you say, uh, in, ahead of its decision next week? Yeah, so look, certainly the data points are going to be uh, inflation and inflation has now started to come down. We saw the Bureau of Statistics on Wednesday showed annual inflation has fallen to five from 5.4% to 4.1% in the December quarter. So I think that's absolutely perfect as far as uh, the RBA making sure that they're keeping uh, that inflation down. But, you know, with that, inside of that inflation, it's also wage growth and that has uh, been quite good. So they're probably the two biggest data points uh, that we're seeing. But certainly inflation, you know, I think, is, is, is somewhat under control. Uh, but look, you know, there's, you know, the poor rental market has certainly seen a large increase uh, over time and that's going well ahead of what inflation is going. So there's certainly some outliers in those inflation numbers at the moment. Would you say the folk, folk on the street, you know, are worrying day to day in Sydney and Melbourne and Canberra about inflation? Is are the you know the price crunch is that is that causing problems? Are people complaining about it? Yeah, I don't know if they're complaining about it, but I think there is a worry about the economic health of households. And um, that really does come down to some of those uh, inflation numbers that are coming through, because we've certainly looked at automotive fuel. That's one of the biggest contributions contributions to uh, household budgets. And we've certainly seen those petrol prices going uh, quite high as well. As I said, rent and electricity uh, certainly are doing that one as well. But, you know, overall, I think that the, the economic 
economic household uh, is doing a little bit better. We are there are the government is looking at doing some tax cuts at that lower end or that marginal rate, which is going to help uh, in, in, help households. But overall, I think the non-discretionary items that you know that which is the energy bills, food, and insurance, they're all still going up. And so I think that is really hurting some of the households here in Australia. So we just got to be a little bit careful. You know, you look at that headline inflation number and it looks great because it's coming down. But when you look at that non-discretionary items, that is where you will see some of those uh, pain points and will continue to be pain points going forward. Is there a sense, Adam, that the government is uh, doing the right thing uh, at the right time? Yeah, I think there is. I think, yeah, I mean, obviously everybody likes complaining about the politicians and what's mm. going on. But I, I do feel that the Australian uh, um, government is is working towards getting those living costs down and getting those that, that, that and keeping standards high. I think that is, is certainly one of those things that they're doing in the right. Um, it, it is tough, though, for the Australian government at the moment because, you you know, you've you've got some of those sectors like uh, mining, iron ore, you know, those kinds of things all moving in the higher ends and and obviously giving our overall country a big surplus going forward. But then you've got this sort of other side of it where, you know, uh, as I said, non-discretionary items, the, the, the bills that people have to pay are continuing to go higher. And that's certainly something that I think is 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 an issue, you know, for the Australian government and a balancing act that they're going to have to do. You touched on the rental prices uh, earlier on. What about property prices overall? It seems, uh, you know, they're still on the up, uh, certainly uh, in the buyer's market. And um, except I notice in Melbourne, uh, but uh, generally prices are up. Yeah, look, Sydney and Melbourne housing markets have fared better than expected this year, defying fears of a sharp downturn as as values do do stabilise. And with the prospect of cooling inflation, it's really going to stoke up some of that pent-up demand, you know, going forward. January home values in Sydney, they rose about about 0.2% last month. And uh, meanwhile, Melbourne slipped about 0.1%. So, you know, really, it's not a major thing going forward. But nationally, property prices have uh, increased around 0.4%. Uh, from December, which is the 12th straight month of rising in values. So, look, it's still there. And really what, what's driving that is is record immigration, um, you know, which is uh, a huge thing here in Australia. And the growing shortfall of property has so far outweighed the impact of higher interest rates, uh, according to a lot of economists. But look, I think the anticipation of interest rate cuts could help support buyer demand and therefore prevent further weakness in prices. And if interest rates come down as expected, as they, you know, potentially in the second half of this year, the property market could take off again. But what we have seen is in in there, there's always a two-speed economy or two speeds within the Australian market. And we've started to see a lot of the Sydney housing markets value have dropped at the top end, right? The top end, they are coming down. In comparison, the middle segment of the market has posted a good gain as well. So it looks like there's a real flight to value in our property sector at the moment. So fairly optimistic, you'd say. <laughs> We're always very optimistic on our property <laughs> prices here in Australia. You know, people pay people pay their mortgage before they eat. So, yes, uh, we're, we're very optimistic about it. Brilliant. All right. Well, thanks, Adam. Thanks for giving us some insight into uh, what's going on in Australia. Adam Dawes is a Senior Investment Advisor at Shaw & Partners. 